Hello and welcome. I'm Eric, and this is the Wikipedia Chronicles. Okay, this is usually a podcast where we start with a random article, explore it, then follow the links and see where it takes us. But this week, uh, the county fair is right outside my apartment, and John and I could not get together to record, so I'm just going to do a solo episode on a topic that I probably know more about than any other topic, which is Spider-Man. So I'm going to be on the Spider-Man Wikipedia page to keep in line with Wikipedia, the whole theme of the podcast, but I will be supplementing the material with just knowledge that I have from reading all the comic books. So, kind of going to do like a character, like history of the comics, maybe just kind of go into themes or just specific character traits and such. So, let's just get into it. So, I'm sure you all know that Peter Parker is a complete science nerd and he is incredibly smart and pretty much because of this he is completely uh, ostracized and he is an outcast in his high school and He's made fun of and bullied, and he lives with his Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Although they are a little old, so you have to wonder, are they really an uncle and aunt? Or maybe they're like a great uncle and a great aunt, but he just calls them aunt and uncle. But anyway, his, uh, I mean, it doesn't really mention his parents much for a while until later, but um, so he's also an orphan, kind of, with surrogate parents. But you know that he is bitten by a radioactive spider at a science fair kind of thing, or a science exhibit, and then he gains superpowers. And at first, he gains these superpowers, and he just does not know what to do with them. And... He comes up with a costume, and then he starts wrestling. Uh, it's actually a lot like the first Sam Raimi movie back from 2002. But it even goes beyond that in the beginning. He not only just wrestles, but he actually becomes a huge celebrity, like a TV star as Spider-Man. He doesn't reveal his identity or anything. He just does it as Spider-Man. But he he ignores 
a fleeing thief. Not because of a revenge scenario as uh, shown in the movie, but it's just he is completely selfish in the beginning stages of being Spider-Man. He's just like, why should I stop a thief? I don't care. And then later that thief robs and kills Uncle Ben, as I'm sure you also all know. And then Spider-Man tracks and subdues the killer. And that's when he discovers that it's the same person that he let go. And that's when he learns the famous words that are in the last, the last words of the very first um, story, the verse uh, in Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. The very last words: "With great power, there must also come great responsibility." And um, yeah, so that all takes place in the first issue. Peter lives now with his aunt, just the, the two of them, and they struggle financially to pay the rent and everything, and Peter is still just made fun of mercilessly, and he gets a job at a newspaper called The Daily Bugle with J. Jonah Jameson, which I'm sure you also already know, because that pretty famously part of his whole deal and the thing is with Peter Parker and Spider-Man before becoming Spider-Man Peter was all about science and it made him an outcast and he didn't fit in but he just he still enjoyed it and after becoming Spider-Man He's still an outcast as Peter Parker, and he feels uncomfortable as Peter Parker. But when he puts on the Spider-Man suit, everybody knows who he is, and at the beginning, everybody loves him. Um, but obviously that changes a little bit when J. Jonah Jameson starts campaigning against him and painting him in a bad light and everything. But when he puts on the suit, he gains all the confidence that he doesn't have as Peter Parker. And so he's able to just kind of... Because, I mean, Spider-Man is one of the most powerful superheroes in the Marvel Universe. Um, Obviously, there are people way outside of his league, but, uh, you know, his strength is pretty up there and his agility is a lot and he has probably almost more stamina than probably anybody out there because he never gives up a fight like even if it takes like 24 hours he won't stop until the threat is taken down but he has every bit of of confidence you can have as Spider-Man. He's, um, it's like well-deserved confidence. Like he, he can do anything. And so 
as Spider-Man, he can just joke around with the people that he's fighting, and he can just kind of goof off and have fun, and it's great, and it's something that he can't do as Peter Parker. But he also realizes that if he reveals his identity, then it's going to be all sorts of complications. But over time, he graduates from high school, and then he enrolls in Empire State University. And that's where he meets Harry Osborn and Gwen Stacy. And um, they, at first, they are not kind to him. They are just as bad as Flash Thompson was in high school and all the other kids that made fun of him. Um, but eventually they kind of turn and they, uh, Harry Osborne becomes his best friend and his roommate and Gwen Stacy becomes his girlfriend. And Harry Osborne goes through a problem with drugs and Peter has to help him through that and then Peter learns that Harry's father is his like biggest nemesis at the time Green Goblin and there's one point where Peter just decides you know what being Spider-Man is too much because although it's it's fun and it gives him confidence and he can goof around and everything there is so much weight with that comes with the responsibility of being Spider-Man and so he tries to give up being Spider-Man but eventually he just can't do it anymore and he comes back and he realizes that he he can't give up being Spider-Man because he still has the abilities and he still has a responsibility so eventually he's dating Gwen Stacy and her father dies during a battle that Spider-Man has with Dr. Octopus and then he reveals that he knew that Spider-Man and Peter Parker were the same person which is pretty cool and is also really super emotional and I definitely cried when I read about, read that issue but then Gwen Stacy absolutely hates Spider-Man after that and she blames him for the death of her father and so Peter's like well I guess I can't tell her about me being Spider-Man then a little later Gwen Stacy dies at the hands of Green Goblin who throws her off a bridge and he attempts to rescue her but his webbing stops her so suddenly that it gives her whiplash and basically snaps her neck and kills her so that obviously has intense emotional ramifications on peter and while working through his grief he kind of develops feelings towards mary jane watson who had been friends up until this point his aunt had tried to set him up with mary jane a while ago but it just didn't click because Peter felt that she was too flighty too kind of empty I guess because uh, you know she's a model and 
uh, an actress, or hoping to be an actress at least, and he just, I don't know, he didn't see anything in her worth pursuing romantically. But it's during this time that he kind of sees her in a different light and realizes that she actually does have depth and feeling and she cares. Um, and so they get involved romantically and eventually Peter proposes to her and she turns him down. And then he kind of goes through some other romantic involvements. One being just another college girl named Deborah Whitman. And then he kind of goes with a super flirtatious uh, villain, essentially, in the beginning, the Black Cat, who is actually like a burglar. And... You know, she's fun, and he actually, he doesn't just, you know, get involved with her, but he actually is like, listen, you've got to stop robbing people, and you have to be, uh, you know, like, a hero, like, be a good person. And to her credit, she actually tries to do that. And, um, she wants him so badly that she decides to give up being a burglar. And she kind of turns out to be a little bit of a sociopath. And um, he eventually ends his involvement with her. And goes back to Mary Jane Watson. And he proposes to her again. And this time she accepts. And I think... The time that I enjoyed most in the comics was when Peter was married to Mary Jane Watson. Um, Late 80s, early 90s. Um, It's just a very, very interesting time in his life because in addition, before he was just trying to be Peter Parker and be Spider-Man and uh, he had those two responsibilities and he kind of he also had a job and he also had to go to school and all that stuff but now he has a marriage and he has to put that into the balance and it is actually incredibly difficult he goes out every single night and puts his life on the line and he does as much as he can he hardly gets any sleep he wakes up goes to work at this point he I believe quit school because he just couldn't keep it going anymore but he just goes to work and then comes home and then goes out as as Spider-Man and it's an incredibly draining life and every once in a while MJ's like listen you have to take a night off you have to just you know get some sleep and 
So she kind of forces him to go on dates with her every once in a while. And he's reluctant because he's just like, I, this is what I have to do. I have a responsibility to people out there. And she's like, just that, you know, there's a billion other heroes out there. Just let one of them handle it for a night. And so it's just very interesting seeing that dynamic play out with um, him trying to maintain a marriage while also being a superhero, while also being a normal guy, not being able to tell anybody who he is. And I'm at this point, he has obviously told her, so at least he has somebody to confide in about it. But... Um, she also struggles greatly with it because with MJ, she all at once knows that he does have a responsibility. She understands that he has to do everything he can to help people with the gifts that he's been given. But she also wants to be selfish like anybody would. She wants to have him, you know, take her out on the town or, you know, whatever. Like, she wants time with him as well. And it actually uh, drives her to smoking at one point she is on a soap opera and she nearly cheats on peter with one of her co-stars but she eventually realizes or remembers that you know it's bigger than just her it's something that he has to do and she kind of comes to peace with that a little bit even though it's it's never going to be easy to deal with it's at least something that you know she can deal with so yeah there's a lot of i mean i i only read up until the year 1993 so i'm unfortunately not privy to a whole lot that came after that um and i kind of know a little bit about um the whole one more day storyline where everything kind of gets reset and um at that point he had told the entire world knows that peter parker is spider-man and he's still married to MJ. And with that, he makes a deal with kind of kind of the devil, I guess. And, um, and Harry Osborn, who was dead, comes back to life. And he goes back to not being married. And he nobody knows who he is anymore. So it's just kind of like a reboot of the series in general. But, yeah, I haven't actually read it, so I can't necessarily speak to 
what I think about all that. But, yeah. So, yeah, Spider-Man's story is incredibly interesting to me. And for me, it is the most compelling superhero story out there. And the one that resonates with me the most. And so as far as his powers go, he obviously has like enhanced senses and uh, enhanced strength like so much that he doesn't really need to actually work out. He just has muscles and he just has general strength. Um, Like he can lift several tons and he has knocked out a Tyrannosaurus Rex with one punch and he has enhanced reflexes in, in general um, and he still uses his science knowledge to create uh, little gadgets for himself um, and in fact like that's how he has webbing he engineers a fluid that and a device that shoots out the fluid that becomes webbing and but in the movies it's just kind of a natural thing that happens in response to him getting bit by the spider which i actually kind of like that more but at the same time the other the original one shows his scientific prowess and everything um and you can also climb up walls. You know, anything a spider can do, he can do. And he has a an enhanced healing ability. He doesn't stay hurt for as long as a normal person would. And he just heals more rapidly. Um, not obviously to the extent that Wolverine heals, but he still has enhanced healing abilities. And, um, yeah. And at one point, one of my favorite storylines, he is endowed with uh, cosmic powers by the uni power, which is kind of like a weird force in the universe that um, endows people with powers in great times of need. Um,. That's the same thing that becomes Captain Universe. Um, And it's pretty much as powerful as any being can become. Uh, So Peter Parker has to deal with some threats. And the uni power gives him the ability to essentially completely change the structure of atoms so he can turn metal into glass or he can do whatever pretty much and he can 
control his webbing, how it comes out, and he uses it to create fists out of the webbing and use the fists of webbing to punch people and does all sorts of stuff. And he can shoot lasers out of his fingers and just all sorts of crazy stuff. But it was really fun to see him just use these powers and see like I don't know just see him do all this cool stuff and um, at the end he eliminates the threat and he decides to give up the cosmic powers but yeah so that one was a lot of fun so I don't really know what else to say if you have any questions, I guess, you can always shoot those out on Facebook or something. And, I don't know, if there's any side characters that you'd like to know more about, uh, maybe I could do that on a later episode where I'm solo. And, yeah, if you want to hear more about Spider-Man, I mean, there, I also have the website spiderman.erictoribio.com. So you can always check that out for more Spider-Man goodness and kind of delves deeper into each specific issue and everything. But yeah, so just uh, if you want to hear more about any specific aspect of Spider-Man, just shoot a comment on over to uh, facebook.com slash twcpodcast. And while you're there, you can give us a like and follow while you're at it. And... Um, if you use iTunes, you can go over there and rate and review us, and you can find new episodes on pretty much any podcast app. You can you can subscribe, and we also have twc.erictoribio.com, where you can find new episodes, and you can follow along with the Wikipedia articles, and there's pictures, and you can order books of the articles that are in the episodes, and... You can do all sorts of stuff over there. Uh, hopefully next week we will be back with a normal episode with John. I don't see why not. But I would like to thank Helen Morgan for our theme song for these special episodes. And Billy Murray for our outro song. So thanks again for joining us. I was Eric. And this was the Wikipedia Chronicles.